Welcome to Get Your Rocks Off with Mick Wall, the world's leading rock and metal writer. Each fortnight, Mick will unpack rock and roll stories. Stories that you probably won't find in print. So pour yourself a Jack and Coke and get ready to get your rocks off. Here we go. Start with a temper tantrum. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I've just been given a lot of grief, uh, unnecessary grief, uncalled for grief, about my recording skills. Well, you set yourself up as the engineer. <laughs> the engineer. And all oh, you on. Yeah, go on, now keep talking. Well, as I mentioned off microphone, just because you were in the studio when hysteria was recorded <laughs> doesn't mean you know how to record hysteria. Ah, dear, oh dear, oh dear. I only gave Mutt a few pointers. <laughs> A little bit more echo yeah, there, like, yeah, Mutt. Like, don't trip over the lead and pull it out like I just did. Yeah, okay. L- let's not go there, okay? Now, um, before we get started today on part two, the fabulous part two of Get Your Rocks Off explores the enigma that is Axl Rose. Yes. We've got a little... we uh, only began that exploration. We hardly scratched the surface. Yeah. If you remember when we finished, Axel was in his tracksuit. It, was, it wasn't a sport, it wasn't from Sports Direct, but it was like a Sports Direct tracksuit. And he smashed his entire flat up. It was kind because of because like, of something you wrote. <laughs> I actually looked out the original story yesterday. Well, it's funny you say and, that. And in the first, literally in the first page, it mentions a jo- the whole thing came from a John Hotton story. See, well, yeah, you said, because it's strange, because I went home and I thought, well, Mick can't be wrong about no, this. No, Mick's he, he, Mick not wouldn't, wrong. Mick wouldn't tell... Wouldn't, wouldn't tell any, the, any untruths. No, no way. Or rip off so the I kids. got I got my copy of Use Your Illusion. I got it out and I thought, I'll put that song, I'll put Get In The Ring on. Because if I wrote the story that, that sort of really upset Axel, yeah, he, he would have said so because that's what he was doing. He does. He, he said so on the subliminal so version. Put, he so does. So I put the record on, and it said, and it Mick Wall at Kerrang. And I'm thinking he's going to say it now. He's yeah. going to say, but the person that really <laughs> did this, yeah. really started yeah. this, was John Hotner. That's right. And that's strange, the, but did you look in the liner notes? He didn't say. Yeah, that. in the liner. It, oh, I didn't read the liner. I, don't, was, I don't, didn't I, read the liner notes. I don't have. I just got someone to tape it. for oh, me. Oh, I haven't okay. got the album itself. Okay. Okay. Well, we will get back to this fascinating yeah. subject momentarily. But first, we have a little uh, bit of information. Promotional announcement. Promo- promotional announcement. Yes, um, very th- exciting. There is now official Get Your Rocks Off merch. There's a Get Your Rocks Off store. There's a Get Your Rocks Off store. What about that? How do we that? get there, John? How do we get there? I Tell think us. you go online, but I don't know how, I don't know how <laughs> it works. It's something to do with the internet. Yeah. Um, That's you can either, here. You can either check... Check it out. Check, Check it out. Get your Google on. Get your Google on. Or or go to the Get Your... Hang on, I've got Twitter. it here. I can hear you. Hang on, hang on. Look, 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 I'm going to make an announcement. Here we go. Getyourstore.com. G-E-T-C-H-A-S-T-O-R-E dot com forward slash collections. There you go. We'll take you there. And what is collected, I might hear you ask. <laughs> Well, there are so many are, products. Is there a There t-shirt? are so many products, yeah. they are listed alphabetically. Excellent. So, if you want a pair of Tropicana briefs, if you want a pair of Tropicana briefs, I'm being serious. No, no, Tropicana no, briefs. No, fuck off. No, what are, what, what are you saying? That you and me are the new George and Andrew? The first thing I want when I go to a store is... I, I dress from the from the inside out. Do you? So I that put on my undergarments first. Oh, I thought you just wore wore them on the outside. <laughs> well, that's when I go to the Tropicana. I just wear my undergarments. Oh, okay, okay. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, lest we lose more listeners by the second. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but if there is a pair of Club Tropicana pants, they ain't going to be there long. So if anybody wants them, they don't say get, <laughs> get there quick. on them, do they? Can I just say to the to the smart Alec that you were talking about earlier, who said, can we have a T-shirt that says, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm John and I interrupt too much? No, no, no. No, I'm going to read you the exact words <clears throat> because I've... <clears throat> sorry, because I... COVID. Because I've uh, punched it up here. 
This is from Robert Cooper, a fine man. Hello, Robert. Yeah, oh, he's, I like Robert. And he says, <laughs> how about a T-shirt that says, I'm John, and I interrupt, in block caps, every fucking <laughs> sentence. You see? That's it. That's a good, I, listen, I'll sign up to that as long as I get my, my royalty. I don't care. You're what? My royalty. Sorry, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Get out of it, mate. You see that? Listen, if some, that? I'm telling you, if someone's spending $70 US on a tracksuit bomber top <laughs> that says, get in the ring. <laughs> a tracksuit bomber top? I'm just get re- the fuck? That's not, look, you're being silly. I'm not being fuck silly. That is in the store. Silly. That is in the store. Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you what is in I the I do store. like whoever's written this black muggeth. And it's a mug. <laughs> Whoever did that, hats off. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was me that's through one, one of my stuff. Right under the picture of me and my briefs. All credit from. Sorry, what? Right under the picture of me and my briefs. <laughs> you see, I don't know. I, they I couldn't do don't Mick, know what site the, you've gone to because it, that is not what I saw I said, when I They looked. came around here to do the pictures. <laughs> but I sent them to you and I said, I sent them over to, to the farm and said, uh, <clears throat> yeah. said, Get him to wear the XXLs. Uh, oh, but, really? But they were And in. you see that one with the, the, the chick <laughs> who's wearing the... I sent them to your house for the legs. Because I know you like to shave your legs before you put your women's briefs on every morning. <laughs> uh, anyway, get yourself over to the Get Your Rocks Off store and spend it, your money. It's all there. It's all there. it's fun. What we'll do is, when we've this... actually bought ourselves a couple of the T-shirts, <laughs> we're going to have pictures taken with them. And yeah. here's what else. We're going to do some special... They don't want a picture of you, though. It, but, but well, I tell you what, we do it back no, in the day. Right. You know no, when they, you know right. when they do, no, no, the, you know right. when they do no, those, um, you know when they do those uh, images. <laughs> no, you're okay. No, you carry on. <laughs> you know when they do those images where uh, they, you know, you retro- so <sighs> we'll get, we'll get breath. one of you. You remember when you used to, uh, as you love to say, have your MTV show and all the rest of it. If we <sighs> get a picture from them and then and when you had the mullet yeah fuck put- off. okay just fuck right off we're gonna have a picture of coco the heavy metal pug we are um in his studded collar because coco's a boy he's like he's like um alice cooper he, he's got a girl's name but he's a bloke oh don't let him hear you say that i don't name him say that well, he's not here today I know, right. exactly, Maybe I should, yeah. i'm gonna go get him i'm gonna go get yeah. him in a minute um and a kerchief Got him a kerchief, yeah. and we brought him a bandana, <laughs> and he already had a leather jacket. Yeah, he already had that. Yeah, he's got that. Because he's a fucking bruiser. He is. Yeah, he's a tough guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, you've heard him roar, snorting yeah. and <laughs> snoring as yeah. he usually passes out. But uh, yeah, so that's all there. Do check it out. Yada yada uh, yada yada. Getyourstore.com. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, I don't know about those underwear items. I don't remember. Oh, okay. They're, they're the first thing I signed off on. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> I think that's the John bra. If the you collect, go to that the John, special, it's called the John it, Collection. Yeah. I've always wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called the Rocking John. Rocking John Collection. Rocking John. Yeah. Splendid. <laughs> Oh dear! Someone did. Um, I think so, I don't know if someone's already messing with it or if they're for real. But someone actually put up a pair of tracksuit bottoms. Axel's <laughs> <laughs> tracksuit bottoms. Get your rocks used, off. used. Nineteen ninety. This all stemmed from if you listen to the last Axel episode. Mick Mick was summoned round to Axel's gaff hey. his apartment hey his apartment probably by axel's little brother Stuart. Or no something. it was axel or axel himself hey, whoever yeah. Read, reading the shit and crank that john Hot. and i said and i said did he have his leather trousers on and mick said no he was wearing a tracksuit i didn't fucking say that i said in my mind now all these years later it's kind of like he was wearing tracksuit bottom <laughs> Yeah, you know, the more I think about it, I think he probably was. Either that or shorts. I think he was. Or shorts. He could have been wearing shorts because what... what Tartan about, shorts well, down to the ankles. Because he very soon... Turn-ups. He very soon progressed to the kilt, didn't he, after the... After this. I mean, the kilt oh, I wasn't... I don't know. I think the kilt did, wasn't far away, was did it? Did the kilt not come before that? I don't know. I thought it was about use your illusion. The kilt came along. You know, now you mention it, that's a good... We could do a get your ox off kilt, couldn't we? To go with your axle, um, yeah. I think you need your own. Don't you need your own tartan? 
Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I guess. Do, that's yeah. no biggie. Yeah. That's no biggie. Um, I, I was reading the other day that you could buy a, a square of land in Scotland um, and you will officially become a lord with your own uh, coat of arms. Yeah. Oh, I can see you now. I just yeah. took your reading glasses off. There you are. Um, and, uh, yeah, so anything's possible. What are we talking about? <laughs> He's wandered off. I mean, yeah. Off yeah. topic. We're going to go. We're going. We're going to continue. We're going to go back to Axel. Yes. Now, as it happens, um, uh, along with the extensive research that we do for this program, I happened to be going through some Axel-related material from the past just <laughs> yesterday, and uh, it's you know we could do another ten episodes and still not get to the. The answer to the... I notice you're not interrupting. You took that to heart, didn't I you? Have, yeah. You've taken yeah. it to heart. Hi, I'm John. I used to interrupt. Oh, <laughs> until I lost my mojo. Yeah, till Robert came out. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, and... Um, and so it's endless. It's endless. The well, it whole... won't be there because we're not going to do 10 No, no, we're not going to do... Well, no, well, Fear no, not. Over the long run... The long, the, oh, the, big, oh, the long haul. Several years from yeah. now, we'll be when doing we're the tenth episode. Scratching around for a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you mean we're not now? Okay. <laughs> um, right. So uh, there comes this moment. Let's move it on then to when uh, finally the two Use Your Illusion albums are coming out. Thank God. Yeah. Again, we could pleased. waste a whole episode on the lead up to that. There were legal battles. The record company completely understandably didn't see the marketing sense in releasing. Two double albums. Well, this is where this this was a, a stroke of genius from the sort of unsung hero of the story, really, which was Alan Niven, wasn't it? The Guns N' Roses manager. I thought you were going to say Stephen Adler. Stephen. <laughs> to me, he's the unsung. Did, did Stephen do the drums on Use Your Illusion, or was it someone else? <clears throat> I think he does the drums on Civil War. Does he? And I think appropriately which, enough. bizarrely enough, I think that's the one he got the sack over as yeah. well. So he couldn't do the drums. He couldn't Oh, that's right. There was the whole thing about oh Stephen can't do the drums anymore. On Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. No one so leaves this room till Stephen does the drums. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he couldn't do the drums. No, we had things to do, places to be. And that was one of his sayings. I, I bumped into him <laughs> once uh, outside the Hyatt house in about eighty eight. He said, Hello, Ross. And I said, uh, <laughs> I said, Hello, mate. <laughs> What you're doing? He goes, oh man. He goes, uh, places to go, people to see. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. See you Steve, later, Stephen. Which drug dealer are we talking about? <laughs> God bless him. So anyway, join yeah, so, in. So at Alan, any Alan Niven. Point. So I said Alan Niven oh, came right, up with okay. the. It was Alan Niven who sort of forced this idea through that they should do the two albums on the one day because it hadn't been done. Or I think Kiss did it, didn't they, with the four, four albums solo out? But they were solo records, so it was a kind of a yeah, raisin detra because people were lining up uh, for the Peter Chris one. Uh, and also, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh please, let me hear the drummer's solo album. <laughs> That's the one. That's first in the Yeah, line. that's first. The drummer, then the bass player, and then the other. The, you know which the biggest selling of all four was? No. The Ace Freely one. Was it? Yeah. So he was right. Ace yeah. was right. Yeah. Space Ace. The Space Ace. Space Ace. Yeah, had a good cover probably. I bet it was of a man in a lot of weird makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think it might have been? I think it probably... But here's the thing. Back in those days, a, a Kiss album or a Kiss solo album would be, what, 40 minutes long maybe? Yeah. I think... Um, First track on usually is It's about 40 than... minutes long, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got loads of sort of 10-minute tracks and um, and it's weird. They've got a load of really, you know, not terribly brilliant tracks on there as well. Back off bit. Well, I think... Mate, I'm sure yeah. had B-side written all over yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's weirdly, I saw this... Um, there was a, a Yes documentary on TV and I thought, I'll watch a bit of it. Started watching a bit of it anyway. And uh, they're talking about when they recorded Tales of Topographic Oceans. Which Another is the, double album. Which, with, yeah, which was their great sort of uh, prog rock double album. And, with their one track taking but, a whole of the side. But, and, yeah, but yeah, Rick Wakeman is the, you know, the voice of honesty in that <laughs> band. Well, John Anderson say, oh, we did this and we did that. But Wakeman goes, essentially what happened was... Uh, we had too much material for a, for a single record. 
And so we decided to make it a double, but we didn't have enough material for a double. <laughs> so they sort of fell between two. So they ended up improvising a whole side, which I think is side three. Yeah. The most notorious That's side. That's my favourite Tales of the Top of Range. I, 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 they just... You know, they basically just made up a load of stuff and put it on there as quickly as they could. Yeah, genius level. Yeah, so I think maybe with once the Niv had come up with this idea that let's do two double albums on the same day, all of a sudden you've got to fill up two double albums. True, but we're talking CDs, you know. So, so I think a normal CD by nineteen ninety one. Was about sixty or seventy yeah, minutes. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, yeah. A double CD. Because because and then we're going to do two of them. But to explain what had happened in the music industry was that the album tour album cycle had gradually grown longer. Yeah. So you got to the point where Def Leppard, for example, would would, would record and and release Pyromania and would tour it for two years. Yeah. And then would spend another two years making Hysteria and then tour that for another two. So from the sort of early days of Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin or whatever, where they put out an album once every six months or once every year and they'd tour it, but the tour would only last a couple of months. All of a sudden we're on this huge scale. Well, absolutely. And also the um, Use Your Illusion tour that then follows, I'm just going to turn this off, um... It pings every point, time the, we sell the, a pair of panties. That the, uh, the, uh, uh, ting, I've got it, I've got it, of course. Ting, there they go, ting, If the word ting. panties appears <laughs> anywhere on the internet, my I'm phone telling bings. You, that, that gets your <coughs> Oxford store. Reasons. That gets your Oxford stores, like Marks and Spencer's reopening after COVID. It is, isn't There it? are people piling through the doors, <laughs> virtually. <laughs> it's like when Use Your Illusion was released. Yeah. We've announced it. And now everyone's outside. Yeah, I think I've just picked up another piece of information here. I just had a hot message from, from HQ. <laughs> and they're saying that, in fact, the Axel uh, gym pants <laughs> are going to be strictly limited edition. Yeah. Limited edition. The roomy ones you're talking about. <laughs> The elasticated waist, because I the know that uh, you know. Look, I'm, I'm I'm not yeah I'm not you're full, not one I'm not fooling myself that everyone who listens to this show is twenty years old. I'm not under that illusion. I'm, some people need the roomier items. Well, elasticated waist, elasticated. Band. Band. See, that's the joy easy of gym fit. pants. Easy, easy fit. Well, rather yeah. like the easy pants I'm wearing today. I can't see them. I don't want to look at them. Some people say to me, why are you still in your pyjamas? Yeah. I, I go, ah, 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 honey. I go, no, not pyjamas, no, easy pants. See, it's, it's, what that, it's that kind of um, cognitive dissonance where you think you look like Hugh Hefner. But in fact, you look like someone shuffling around the park. Like Axel <laughs> in 1990. <laughs> You know, like Axel in 1990, yeah, he's just yeah. discovered. I just discovered Easy that, Pants. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I'm they not release quite sure you anyway. Oh, yeah, yes, New yes, Huge Illusion yes, comes out. Alan yes. Niven, genius. They, it sells immediately. I think it goes to number one and number two in the charts. And this is at this point that the tour starts and what have you. That Axel's probably at his his peak as Zenith. a rock star. His, yeah. Zenith. <clears throat> Yes. Say that again for those of hard of hearing. Zenith. 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 Yes. I mean, and we all know about... The, Xanax. No, you know, Zenith. The great thing about, or the terrible thing about Zenith is there's only one way to go. That's right. Once you're at your Zenith. And he didn't just go. It's like he... It's like he... It's like he... It's like it was... Surf, crowd surfed into yeah. doom. <laughs> it's and like it was Ski Sunday. It was like was, it was Ski <laughs> he Sunday... He was taking the black ...into a, 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 a despond. He was, it was that guy Franz Klammer. He was Franz Clammer. He was Metal Franz Clammer. Going downhill. Metal Clammer, as I mean, they used to call it. You know, you think Franz Clammer went downhill fast. <laughs> you ain't seen Axl Rose. <laughs> and he just kept going. So who was the first to go? Adler was the first to go of the original lineup. Oh, Ad Adler sacked. Sacked. Yeah. In... You know, inauspicious circumstances. Well, we, we're not going to go into the actuality for legal reasons here, but uh, let's just say it wasn't. <laughs> we don't, we it don't wasn't, know what they are. It wasn't musical reasons. <laughs> musical differences. Yeah, it wasn't. That's that what at it all. said on the press. No, release. It was either. It was either musical. So differences. I'm sorry, Mick. Uh, it, that's what it said on the press release. <laughs> oh, that must be musical true. differences. He wasn't. Steve Madras parted company with Guns N' Roses. The split is believed to be amicable. <laughs> <laughs> Axel said, we wish Stephen all the best we do. in his future endeavours. And this $2.5 million check, along with the uh, non-disclosure yeah. agreement, <laughs> yeah. 
proves just what friends just what we have parted. Friends we are, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So Stephen was the first to go for musical. Musical. Yeah. Uh, and then it's sacked. And then uh, twice, in fact. And <coughs> then... Uh, <coughs> Get the fuck out of here. Stephen, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, you can't play the drums on Silk Boxing Morgan. Yeah. So um, he, he has other places has to, to go, go and people to see, and off he goes. And Axel sta- and then and then someone comes in, some drummer, and Axel starts to see. Hang on, people don't hate us just because one of the band has left. They still kind of like us. Yeah. Maybe another one of the band. Yeah. Could leave. Well, and well, they'd still like well, us. Well, in fact, in fact, it's a bit more yin yang than that because he says, "Okay, so we got rid of one of the main original five cornerstone guys, yeah, one of the leading songwriters, one of the leading songwriters and personalities yeah. of the band, a man I could have swapped places with, and yeah. no one would have noticed yeah. the difference except vocals had improved, not in the drumming." <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, get rid of one. No one cares. Let's bring one in. Yeah. So he brings in Dizzy Reed. Dizzy Reed. Dizzy Reed. Dizzy Rascal. Now, if there was one band begging... For a keyboard player. For a keyboard player, it was Guns and Roses. But he brings in a keyboard player and then also decides that he's going to play keyboards as well. (laughs) Ah, yes. piano. He's going to play the massive piano that looks like a motorbike. Yeah, and Dizzy's going to... Dizzy's going to play the other keyboards Mm. that, that aren't on the record. The anything you say keyboard, anything yeah. you say, anything you keyboard. say, boss. What do you want me to play? <laughs> so no, it, there's a crucial musical difference here, which is that Axel is in the at the keyboard that's shaped like a giant mo- Harley Davidson motorcycle. Because yeah, that's when he's going to play November Rain. Because it's exactly in the cold November Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? That's how he does it. Go on, in the cold it. November rain. I don't remember that at all. He certainly does that. No, this is the, no, Because it's no, got, no. we have to say, it's also got the greatest video. It's almost as if every video ever made for a song <laughs> was was coming towards moving, Nove- towards, moving towards November rain. It's like the way movies w- move towards Citizen Kane and then everything after that like wasn't yeah. as good. yeah. Yeah. This is how. So what you're saying is November Rain is like the Citizen Kane you, of, of you saw, rock you had, videos. You had Thriller and all that, where they go, oh, let's do it, you know, let's do it like this. Let's do it, let's do it Axel like goes, uh, zombies. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Right. I'm going to get married. I'm going to marry the I'm bitch. I'm going to... He didn't say that. He said, I'm going to get Axel married. Axel wouldn't say bitch. Well, he probably Except would. in a song called, called Back, Back Off yeah. Bitch, he said, So he says, I'm going to get married... The, the blushing bride is going to be wearing a wedding dress, only the entire front of the wedding dress is going to be cut away. Yeah. In a dignified yeah. manner. In a dignified, exactly, yeah. a romantic... So you can see her get your rocks off <laughs> underpanties, now on sale in Get Your Store. <laughs> right? That's a and, good idea. And me old mate, who am I going to have as the best man? None other than me old mate... Slash. slash who but, I haven't spoken to but, for two years. But he's not going to be at the actual wedding. No. He's going to be on a mountain yes. playing a guitar solo. Isn't that where the church While was? I get married. Didn't they get married in the little church little, on a cliff The little top? church on the and prairie. Then, you come out I thought the, the little church on the prairie, I thought the was down in the valley, wasn't was it? was it? I thought maybe, I don't know. Really? Because they had to do the helicopter shot because Slash's hair is... That's the only bit I remember. Slash's that, hair that by now is attached to the hat. <laughs> when he takes it off, when he, that's why he never took the top hat off because the, the fucking that, hair's attached the, to exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. Nicky Six taught him that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brett Michaels. And, uh, but that's taught, the only bit. <laughs> Brett Michaels taught him that. Yeah, one. he did. Well, yeah. I think I think I think it was I think in terms of um, uh, chronology, Nicky taught uh, Slash, who taught Brett. Are you trying to say Nicky Six is bald? No, God, I'm just saying, you know, that hair he used to have, always remind me of a, what, a, what they call a beezer, the guardsman in London. Oh, a bear the, skin. Bear, yeah, that's no, called a beezer or something, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Fuck off. It's called like a beezer. It fucking is, okay? <laughs> uh, hey, Everybody I'd... Google and do yeah. some hate tweets to John. <laughs> hate tweets to John. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. so Nicky has this hair that looks like the hat of a guardsman outside Buckingham (laughs) Palace. He did, you're right. I once made a joke that he took it off at night and put it on the stand, and the person I was making the joke to 
thought I was serious and that I thought it was a wig. And I had to endure about 40 minutes of being told, well, A, it's what not, an arsehole I am, which yeah. I, I'm used to that. Used Usually to that takes a bit longer. get 40 longer. minutes of that every morning. Every fucking day of yeah. my life. Thank yeah. you, Mrs. Wall. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so I was making a joke. So I'm, I'm just making a joke now, except the joke blurs into reality when yeah. you get from... When Slash takes his hat off. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is that Slash revealed to you exclusively one on one occasion that in fact his hat and his hair yeah, are, are one. Are are one. So when but, he takes the well, hat off, the he, hair goes he, with. He tries to claim that he had the hat on for so long. He kept the hat on for the whole Usual Illusion tour. So eventually, the, it, all, it all grew. It all grew together. Oh really? And it's like, you know, like dreadlocks. When they eventually turn into something that isn't really hair, but oh, yeah, that happened to me, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happened to yeah, me, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um they released the two Use Your Illusion albums. What are we talking about? Who left next? I'm oh, sorry, to get, yeah, you said yeah. Dizzy Readers joined. Oh, yeah, sorry, Dizzy. So one joined. in, one out, but mm. very soon there's a much more Here serious comes Dizzy, split. And on his way in, passing him out the door is Izzy. Izzy so in with it, Dizzy. Out, out Izzy. with Izzy. And I, I think, to me, in in a sort of slight note, series, this is a big one because, apart from the fact they were, you know, if you think about Guns and Roses, there's almost two pairs that you thought of at the making of the band of that of that Slash and Stephen were childhood friends. Two pairs. Yeah. Slash and Stephen were childhood friends, weren't they? School friends. Oh, yeah. And Axel and Izzy were also school friends. That's true. So they kind of had this, I mean... Then there was uh, Billy No Mates Duff. Duff, yeah, yeah. who, who no came friends. up from Seattle in yeah. his, in his leather trousers. Yeah. They didn't even know he was there half the time. Well, he's, he's the bass player. You yeah, know, he's the, the bass player. One. If he were to put out a solo album, it wouldn't be the first one one would purchase. But... <laughs> Well, that's all very well for you to say, John, is, but I, I personally yeah. don't feel that way. No, no. I want to go on the record as saying uh, I'm a very big Duff fan. Yeah, I've seen, I'm looking, I want to remember looking through your record collection, all the bass player solo albums you've got. Geezer Butler, Rick Savage. Don't fuck with the four strings. No. That's what I no say. Way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. back to Izzy. Is it's a big one. I think it's a big one, not just because him and Axel had had the bond that that was one of the longer ones in the band, but Izzy was in many ways the, the sort of the rock and roll heart of the band. In that he was the kind of, I suppose he's the sort of uh, Keith Richards type player. You know, low slung guitar, little bit sloppy, but it's good. You know, right. it's good. Great writer. You know, really understood what the band was about, and all of a sudden. I mean, with all due respect, we're messing around. Stephen leads, and Stephen, you know, had his moments as a drummer. It's a great, had a good swing as a drummer. You know? Yeah, I much preferred yeah, him as um, a drummer. Matt Sorum is the the better drummer. Yeah, hard hit, a real hard hitter but and a Adler strong. Has has the, got that the sort of swing, that, you know that. Yeah, I remember speeds someone up, slows said, down. Well, yeah, but they did. But someone, I can't remember who it was, said this, and it was a really good thing to say about drummers. He said they're really, really good ones because they're they're absolutely in time. But they're either just in front of the beat or yeah. just behind the beat. Yeah. And I think Stephen was one of those ones who was just behind, you know, but it was in time. Yeah. It was just that real oh, swing. No, he definitely had, I mean, if you think yeah. of the beginning of um, <clears throat> Rocket Queen or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I think him and Izzy together had that kind of, you know, when, yeah, kind yeah, of that loose, yeah, that kind tood. of, yeah. They had the two. They did. And, they, and, and that was the kind of rock and roll element of Guns. There's a more sort of grandiose element that was pretty much Axel and a little bit Slash, and there was a kind of a punk element that you might call Duff. With Duff, yeah. His input, you know. So Izzy going, I, to me, was a really a big one, and it shattered not just the kind of musical centre of the band, but the, you know, the, the sort of the... the. It took away one really crucial element in that sound, I think, and you're right. I mean, Slash is pretty hard to beat when it comes to a fantastic guitarist to have in your band axel impossible to beat um but uh is he just had that sensibility that kind of ronnie wood keith richards mm. it's all cool baby even when the whole shit house is going down in flames yeah. izzy will survive um and if you you're right if you listen to um pretty tied up that was the track i, I couldn't think of oh really <laughs> 
I knew this chick down, down on, on Mel- Melrose, yeah. pretty tied up for yeah. me. Easily, not just one of the best tracks on uh, the Illusions, but one of the best Guns N' Roses tracks, written and sung. Is that, what you, is that what you call them? The Illusions. I've never heard that. Yeah, you call them the Illusions. Yeah, that's what we we call the Illusions. <laughs> I don't know what you call, you probably call them. Use I call your, them use illusion, illusion one, one and, and two. two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I can see the appeal of you know going the, the everyman route on that. You know, at risk of populist, at, at risk of, of interrupting again. <laughs> am I, Robert? Am I going? You've taken that to heart now, haven't <laughs> no, you? Taken no. it to heart. I've forgotten all no, about it. No, his eyebrows are up in his head. I've completely forgotten no, all about you, it. You fucked it now, Robert. What, He's coming round. <laughs> what I was going to say. Am I going nuts, or did they end up putting out a best of Use Your Illusion album? What? Where, where it had. The best. It was like a no. Get out of it. I'm sure they did. That's a Someone great idea. In. Someone will write in. Three. Yeah, it was like it was like it had the best of both, you know, and it was a kind of budget. The one I would want though would be the worst. Yeah, well, use your illusion. It, <laughs> so yeah. what would you know? Back off, bitch. I keep going on about it. It's one of my favorite. Uh, you can back ask me this. Off, bitch. I, honestly, if you said to me, name six songs from Use Your Illusion from all the many there are to choose from. <laughs> Is there one about garden in your garden or something? Yeah, I don't mind the gar- the garden. Yeah, it's it's not monumental, but Alice Cooper's on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean oh that. dear. I didn't mean oh, that. That's, that's you off Alice's fucking Christmas card. <laughs> I didn't list, mean that it? to sound how it came. Oh out. dear. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, Alice, I love you. Yeah. John doesn't. Um, uh, no, well, th- th- believe it or not, th- when he comes in on that track, it takes it, it does take it up a level, up yeah. a, kicks it up a notch. But it's starting from a low point, yeah. isn't it? It's not yeah. the greatest. There, so there's November rain, there's civil war, there's... Okay, can I just say, I hate November rain. Yeah, but you... No, 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 I, I genuinely one song, think that's a terrible track. If you, if you were sitting down... I know down, that's his stairway to heaven. It, it, well, that's what I was going to say. If you were sitting down to uh, write the history of Guns N' Roses and you were to pick a track as a motif for what broke the band up... Because it you, was shit. You would pick November Rain. Definitely. Yeah. And, and to me, it, it's the classic case of the artist not knowing when to stop. Yeah, yes. If, if that had been a painting, at a certain stage, it was, a, it was stunning... But then he kept going and kept going and kept... Until suddenly it's this bizarre, ugly... You know, I know one of Axel's dear friends uh, used to always talk to him about how November Rain was like Layla. Right. Because, because you right. know, Layla, had, apart from the three-minute good bit, it then yeah. has about four minutes of piano and whiny bitch guitar. Um, this person was saying, trying to say in a complimentary way... I'm really conscious of the fact you're not interrupting. I'm not comfortable with this. You need to fucking stop me at some no, point. Fucking new, stop me! Thing. Stop mo- me! The more I'm just trying to prove a point to the <laughs> listeners that actually, if I don't interrupt, it's not that good. <laughs> well, they were saying it was like you know, it's up there with you know, I don't fucking know, pet sounds. Shut up! <laughs> and um, it's but up it's there. Not. With, it's, it's up there with Gypsy Road by Cinderella. <laughs> No, let's and, and Girl School by Britney Fox. Yeah. Uh, what tell a song. You, yeah, but, At the but, wait, but, it, yes, but it doesn't reach the dizzy heights of Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue, even. The, does dizzy, it? the dizzy Dean Davidson. Heights. Home Sweet. Home. That is the one of the worst. Because you know Vince <laughs> so, can never wait to get home. Yeah. Home <laughs> Sweet Home. Oh, dear. Oh, I'm Vince. in Motley Crue. It's 1984, Vince, yeah. and I just want to go home, home sweet. Home. I don't want none of what's going on here. Yeah. Why would I, as Vince Neil, <laughs> age 25? Oh, Vince. So, uh, so yeah. No, I, I'm not saying it's shit. I'm just saying it's so overrated, right? And I think he just he at this point he it, it's. It's exactly what he where he was at. It's overindulgent. Yeah. He's being overindulged mm. because otherwise, you know, he flips out, and makes everybody's life fucking miserable. Yeah. So they but, let him do it. And he's chipping away and chipping away at the lineup. And I'm sure at some point it occurs to him because everyone thinks, well, the you know, as long as Slash and Axel are together, yeah, the, the band will go on. You know, like Mick and Keith or whoever. Mm. You know, yeah, Vince. <laughs> Well, Vince and Nicky. Well, in, in, um, fa- in, fa- in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, 
that's kind of what happened. I mean, Izzy got completely railroaded. Yeah, in a yeah, way. But, but it gets to the point where Axel. But th- that's not what's happening in Axel's mind. In Axel's mind, surely, as we as we come to see, because we're going to have to. I know you want to do ten episodes on this. No, I don't want to do ten episodes. I want to get my tracky bottoms <laughs> sold. Get them off. Get the panties on. Get your get your panties on. Get your tracksuit. You want to get off. your get your wig on. Your what was it? Your bearskin. Your, your, your beezer. Your beezer. Yeah, you look that up, kids. It's, it's a, <laughs> yeah, learn something. I will learn yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But in fairness, you can see why because. Uh, Izzy walks out. This it was a bit like when you know Trump would do something insane, and you yeah. go, "That was any other president. This would have yeah, an impact." Yeah. That, but with this guy, nothing yeah, matters. That's a really good analogy. It, you know, everyone kept so, everyone kept saying about Trump, or oh, someone will stop him in a minute. <laughs> no, and they just didn't. No one ever did. did. And it's a bit like Axel. Yes, or oh, someone but, will stop him in a minute. But they make an ex. They kind of build over yeah. it, and people. The train keeps moving. I remember sitting in. Um, uh, John Jackson's office, Guns N' Roses talent booker agent yeah. outside America in those days, probably still is. Hi, John. Um, and trying to have a meeting with him about oh, another yeah. group because he was yeah. on the phone the whole time because Guns had got to Europe. This was sitting, summer you, of 92. You were sitting outside the office. And um, so he's... Uh, here for a meeting. <laughs> Click burr. And every phone call was some promoter from Norway or yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> Saying, you know, they've just killed two people and set fire to the joint. <laughs> yeah. And and now they're saying they won't play till three weeks from now at mm. two in the morning. And trying to go, hey, guns and roses. Yeah. Yeah. And and, it, and, but that was the case. Every yeah. day there was a new fire to fight. So. And it, uh, uh, in the middle of this, sorry to interrupt, but in the middle of this, they also lose Alan Niven, which. Well, again, sacked. Yeah. Yeah. Sacked. But an, Stephen, idiot, an idiotic thing dizzy. to An idiotic thing to do. Well, yes, but like I say, I mean, that list is long and growing longer by the day at this point. I mean, one of the reasons um, they, they let's be straight here, yeah, Axel, Axel fired Alan was because Alan would challenge him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, if you were to read, for instance, my book, I don't know if I've mentioned no. I've written a book on Guns Oh, well, that sounds good. Called Last of is the it in, Is it in the Getcha store? It should be. It should have be. Have a word with them. It them. should be. Have You're a word quite with right, them. John. You're yeah. quite right. Yeah. Um, uh, and he talks endless stories of times he um, pulled success from the jaws of failure yeah. when Axel didn't turn up, Axel well, this, didn't well, like something, you know. This was the point was that, and I remember Alan saying that he, you know, his sort of management philosophy was whatever he was doing if he was home, and I think it did sort of cost him personally quite a lot. It cost him a marriage and probably a lot of money and so on. Was he would he would drop everything and go to wherever this you know Norway or wherever this mm. nightmare was happening mm. and sort it out himself mm. because he, they were basically unmanageable unless you really knew what you were doing. And he had his sidekick, Doug Goldstein, didn't he? He was the sort of... Well, by the time, you, say, by the time you get to the Use Your Illusion tour, it's, it's Doug Goldstein's it's Doug. now Well, I was going to say, that, that, but Alan and Doug were a great double act. Yes, because like good cop, bad cop. Yeah, and, and, and Doug was the guy was when it all got really too much. Yeah. You know, it was he was like the the what was the guy in Pulp Fiction, the Wolf, he was. who turns up and, and was the wolf. yeah and kind Mr. of wolf. cleans up the crime scene. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he was amazing yeah. at that, and uh, he was absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, at that. yeah. And so, as as all of this gets sort of whittled away by Axel's manias, you know, you're left with something that becomes increasingly cumbersome and equally unmanageable. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm conscious of the time. Uh, and we will return to this subject in various forms over the years. We know oh, we know about the deterioration. You know, after Izzy, um, it's a house of cards. Well, eventually he d- he does the unthinkable, and Slash goes, and, yeah. the, and then well, when Slash, Slash goes, uh, Slash goes, and you're involved with the whole argument of well, Axel owns the name, but it, at this point, it is just a name. But, but by now, Axel's got rid of Dizzy. Yeah. He's brought in his mate, Paul Tobias. Well, I, it's hard to keep track of who goes. There's a bloke who wore a Kentucky bucket on his oh, head. Well, Buckethead came in afterwards, but Paul Tobias 
played on Sympathy for the Devil, the version they did. No, not the Rolling Stones version. Yeah, no, the, the yes. Um, and that was, one of the, that was almost the last straw for Slash because right. Axel was asking Slash to show Paul how to fucking play it. <laughs> and Slash is going, well, I'm yeah. Slash. Yeah, yeah. Why don't I, I just play, fucking... I play it, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. I am Slash. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guitar that he's playing. I don't let me think. I know, let's get this guy yeah. who, who's never been in the group and, and yeah. can't play. And doesn't know how to play it. Yeah. Let's get him to do it. Yeah. Good yeah. old Paul. Hurrah. Yeah. Hurrah. Yeah. So there's this horrible kind of overlap where Axel, um, and I, I, you know, I, I have a little dog um, that is part terrier, part uh, sausage dog. We call right. her a Jack Sausage. And she is a fierce motherfucker. But she lived for a stray for the first two years of her life. And she's now like 11 or 12. And she still will go after any dog she sees out there, no matter how big and uh, no matter how badly off yeah. she will become. Yeah. Because it's just in her. She can't help it. And I that, again, I think Axel, I'm not saying in a crude way, I mean it in a, in a caring, sharing way, I do think he couldn't help himself. He was almost like a chess move in his mind, slash walking out on him. Doug Goldstein told me took a really, really long time for Axel to come to terms. Yeah, yeah. And his way of coming to terms of ultimately is somewhat Trumpian in the sense that Axel is now a complete fucking asshole. always was a fucking asshole. I mean, doesn't Axel come out with that dreadful quote at one point where he says he hopes he dies of cancer and all this? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think Axel really means that. No, 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 he's lashing out, just lashing but out. But he is lashing out and yeah. trying to think of the worst thing he can possibly say yeah. to hurt the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he is hurt. Hurting, yeah, he's he hurting really himself. Hurt. Yeah. I mean, he's, when you think about his life... You know, psychologically, it's so difficult from being abused as a child to yeah. having overwhelming fame and success to having a kind of, you know, megalomania and everyone, you know, at one, telling you you're great, relying on you for their living and every yeah. decision, surrounding you with increasingly with yes men. Because once Slash goes, once Alan goes, once Doug Goldstein goes, there is no one there to tell him, you know, no. So he ends up with a guru and he ends up living in the mountains with a, you know, someone who was once his cleaner who who sees the main chance as well. No one telling this guy what to do. I'll tell him what to do. Yeah, yeah. And in all these things, it has a kind of, you know, it's 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 a grandiose sort of rock and roll tragedy. But it is what that's that is what it is. Now there is a whole episode to be done on Chinese democracy, which yeah. we will do in our uh, when we get on to doing albums, when we get on to the seas. Uh, <laughs> Um, so let's not waste another hour let's trying not, to do that now. No. But, but Chinese democracy, here are the facts. <laughs> 12 are, years. This is, this is exactly like the facts, all the other facts he's told you about <laughs> why Axel put him in getting the ring. Okay, between Spaghetti Incident being released at the end of 93, 94? Don't look at me, I've got no idea. Um and Chinese democracy coming out end of 2008. Uh, what's that, 15 years? Call yeah. it 15 years. $13 million. <laughs> and so many different people involved. You know, never mind a, yeah. never mind a, a credits list. You need a book. Um, and at the end of it, we end up with this album, which... Um, Name me five tracks from Chinese Democracy right now. Quick, go on. I can't name any of them. Yes, you can. I can't. Chinese Democracy was okay, a track. Okay, Chinese Democracy. Better. That was a good track. Right. Uh, was there one called IRS? Oh, there was, yeah. That I was should good. remember this because we used to have our endless news stories about these are the things we know about Chinese, Chinese Democracy. Democracy. Yeah. Riyadh and the Camels or yeah, something. Yeah. Riyadh and the, when the aliens from yeah. the pyramids. What was it? Riyadh and the... Wales or something. Riyadh and the... It, it was something like that. Riyadh and the geezers, mm. blokes. Riyadh and yeah. the fucking dudes. Yeah. It, You're it just going to keep saying, yeah, but right? It, but it, well, I don't, Help I don't, a body the, out the, the, here. Only thing, the only thing I remember about Chinese democracy is c 
come out and having to go and listen to it to review it. Right. And it was another one of those ones where, you, oh, you can't, you know, you can't actually hear it in case you remember some of it and tell someone on the street, you know. Well, can I tell you, I've got a great story about Chinese democracy. That's all we've got time for this week. Come <laughs> on, go on. So at the time it comes out, I'd just been told when uh, they, they, Axel and the, the Sidemen toured here in, to, in the UK in 2006, <clears throat> I was told, I was tipped off by somebody, uh, were you thinking of coming to the show tonight when it hit London? I went, I have got tickets. He went, don't come. <laughs> I said, why? It's 2006. Yeah. He went, dude, he has a memory like a fucking elephant. And there's a list, and if you're on that list and you turn up, you, you ain't going to be here long, and it's not going to be pleasant. So I didn't go, and I, but I was thinking he wouldn't even recognise me. It's yeah, such a long yeah, time, yeah. And I've changed can I just so ask, much. Can I just ask? Because you know, as we've established, it was completely my fault that you ended up on getting. Was I on that list? Because yeah. that's, that that's what he was annoyed about. Was my story? I kept saying. <laughs> So I I was on No, the you list. see, your ruse in getting away with the whole thing <laughs> still held good. This is why I feel sorry for Axel, because he was, he, leaving out, he was leaving out a chief supporter and emotional crutch in yeah. me, whereas the real villain, the of real the villain piece. of the piece... Because I remember as well, this is another thing. The Putin, I, I later. The Putin of the story. Didn't they go and play at Wembley Stadium after Getting the Ring came out? yes. And he did it again on stage at Wembley. He had a big list of people he did, and he ripped up an issue of Kerrang! Kerrang yeah, on yeah. stage. I think Neil Jeffries was on that list yeah. as well, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because Neil was so such a nice yeah, bloke. Yeah, no, he he's never going to say anything goose. horrible to anyone. No. Yeah. no that's, yeah. probably, that's why Neil is now in a sanatorium somewhere. Yeah. yeah. In a mask. <laughs> yeah. Long before COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was a point... Oh, yeah, so, so that, that, that's all that stuff, right? <clears throat> it's two years later. Oh, and then in the remaining two years, they did a show, again, somewhere in London, and the record company woman, who I got on well with for other stuff, as soon as the editor of Classic Rock, she said, do you want a couple of tickets? I went, yeah, fuck it, I'll go. The tickets turned up the day after the show. Yeah. So yeah. I'm now starting to get a little kind of... Yeah. I see, I see, said the blind man. Mm. The BBC World Service radio, obviously, call me and say, would you, I used to do stuff for arts show they had now and again, would you review Chinese democracy for us? I said, I'd love to. Yeah. And they went, okay, you have to go to Universal Records where they're going to play it to you. And I thought, yeah. oh, this is not going to go well. So I turn up and this kid, I mean, he looked about 12 and he was like, oh, hi, are you Mick? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm mixed. Oh, yeah, it's about Guns N' Roses. So, yeah, 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 come upstairs. So I'm following upstairs. And he goes to me, so um, you're from, like, the BBC World Service. I went, yeah, that's right. And he went, so is that, like, does that mean it's, like, you know, all over the world? <laughs> I thought, you fuck. I went, yes, yeah, that's does, BBC, yeah. the BBC World, World Service. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It kind they of really tried to nail it when they named it. They, yeah, yeah they, they kind of yeah. explained it. A lot of people have heard of it, yeah. <laughs> not this bloke. Yeah. So he takes me up to this room, he opens the door, and there it is, uh, open up on a gold, gold CDs, weirdly, but opened up with a, he goes, uh, do you know how to do this? I went, I can figure it out. He goes, do you want a coffee or anything? Did he stop talking in that voice? No, no, no. He said, <laughs> it's like a cafe, a cafe. <laughs> I said, yes, I'd like a cafe. You universal toady, you, yeah. you, yeah, you, 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 lackey. you, you, lackey, blurred gender, yeah. lovely guy. And uh, he fucked off. <laughs> and I'm sat there thinking, I wish Axel could see this right if now. If he could see me now. Look at me now, Ma. <laughs> Look at me now, Top Axel. Top of the world. Hey, get in this ring, Axel. Yeah. Get in the ring all with those, your new CD. All those listeners in Papua New Guinea to the BBC World Service. That's I'm about right. to trash. I'm about to. Chinese I'm democracy. I'm about to school Axel, Axel in this. rock and roll. I'm going to learn him. Put on Riyadh and the Camels. See what I think about it. <laughs> Put on in what was it? In so I put it IRS. So I put it on. I did put it on, and uh, oh, 
you know, you're sitting there on your own. You know? Oh, it goes on and on. You know on. what I mean? It gets to like 40 Can I, you minutes. You start to think, is this room, have they got like a camera or something? If I skip it on, will they know? I actually, and no one was paying any mind. They're yeah. just all going about their business. You know, oh, it's lunchtime. What should we do for lunch, Miranda? Which probably, which actually weirdly, and I've just thought of this, weirdly shows how kind of Axel's power had probably slipped at the record company. Yeah. As those generations had changed in between him releasing the records. All of a sudden there's a new generation of people and he's not that important and no one gives us well, this, stuff. This Hang kid, on, you've let his major enemy into and you've left yeah. him alone with his... Yeah. No one and, cares and anymore. And you've made him a coffee. If that had <laughs> you made him a coffee. If that had happened with Use Your Illusion, you know... Niven would have entered the studio with a machine gun. Yeah, a hitman yeah. would have been yeah. waiting to bump yeah. you off. Doug Goldstein would have had the full yeah. Wolfman kit on. Absolutely. Ready to splatter you over the walls. Yeah. You'd you have been in a car boot on the way to wherever. That's yeah. right, mate. Yeah. That's, and that's the way things should be done. Now you're being served a coffee. <clears throat> yeah. And asked, and asked whether you think it's any good or not. No, they didn't even ask me that. They were like, oh, you're, so you're, you're from... Was it the, the World Service? Oh, so does that go like around the world? Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. it does, Sebastian. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and they're all going about, you know, having their fucking, you know, organic chickpea for lunch or whatever it is they're doing, you know. Oh, is that the cucumber water? Can I can I rub it on my nipples? Yes, you can. Not that the new generation has made him at all bitter. <laughs> So I'm sitting there listening to Riyadh and the fucking humpback whale. And uh, it's like Harry Potter, isn't it? Riyadh yeah. and the pot yeah, of shit. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's gone. He's lost it. And what was the James Bond theme? He had a brilliant kind of uh, Shirley Bassey kind of number on there. Not is this love, if it, if it feels, if it's love, yeah, is it love, yeah. what the fuck is love, something like that. And it, 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 to me it was like, it would have been a brilliant James Bond theme. It was like, dun, 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 the, the dun, 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 dun. do you know where the fuck you are? Dun, 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 dun. Kind of like that, you know the one. I don't. Yes, you do. Oh, if it's Stop good. asking me. Anyway, so you do your review. Well, no, so here's what I'm sitting at. It's fucking two double albums. Yeah. I'm bored. It's so after not, about... It's not two double albums, is it? It's Chinese oh, Democracy. Oh, sorry, it's Chinese Democracy. Oh, it's it just a... felt it just felt like two double albums. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It was on two CDs. Let's yeah. put it that way. Okay. And it gets to the point where you've got to put the other CD in. I'm like, I can't be... I'm just going home. No, and also by then, so many of the tracks have been released as bootlegs online. Yeah. In Riyadh, I was I was I was completely yeah. over familiar with that yeah. one already. Yeah. There was a time. That was another one. That was a great okay. track. Yeah. And what I loved about that was it was always done as an acronym, T W A T. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought is that deliberate? Yeah, it's like uh, Axel Rose being an anagram of oral sex. Is it? No, is it? no, it's not. Oh, is it? Because oh, oh, it's yeah, not. But, but everyone an said it was. For twat, isn't it? It's not an anagram, it's an acronym. Yeah, there you go. Fuck me, me professor of English. <laughs> so, I'm bored, okay? Not because it's not a good album, but because, you what, know... now or then? In the room listening to... Oh, okay, to, sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, you meant, I thought no, you were just, no, I'm I'm just making an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going. So, I, well, that's how I was. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm leaving. So, um... I went to see if I could find, you know, Julian or whatever his fucking name was, and I couldn't. So I just fucked off. I thought, should I take them with me, the CDs? Will anybody even know? Yeah. And in the old days, I would have taken them, and there would have been a kerfuffle. But I just thought, I'll take them and no one will know or care. Yeah. And this is, it's like if, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there, does it make a sound? It was like that. I felt I was in the bizarro world, so I just fucked off. Yeah. I went to the BBC studios, gave it a very, very positive review, because yeah. I do believe it is a great piece of work. It's just not a Guns N' Roses mm. album. Um, yeah, so that's, you can yeah. interrupt now. That's great. <laughs> Thank great, you for sharing. Great story. Thank you, lovely. Yeah. Any more good stories like that? <laughs> So next time on Get Your Rocks Off. No, come on, let's let's bring it home now. We've been at this too long now. Come on. Present day, when you first heard 
they, meaning the three of them, they were getting back together. Were you like me thinking, well, about time? I mean, this has always been on the cards, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it was an air of inevitability about it. Because Slash is the kind of... He's a sort of happy-go-lucky kind of guy, isn't he? You yeah. know, he's sort of... Yeah. He's a bit, you know... Yeah. He's, he's not full Tony Iommi. Hey, Tony, you know... Oh, I was just standing there and Ronnie Dio turned up. He's not quite like that. No. But he, he's let bygones be bygones. He's, he and, doesn't... He and doesn't want, and no let, fuss. Let's be honest. He's no prob- fuss. He probably doesn't remember a lot of it. <laughs> well... When Slash gets home at night and he takes off the hat uh, yeah. and, the hair, and the hair, you know, uh, yeah. and puts on his track. And he's just another bald man. <laughs> Can I just say, irrefutably, Slash is not Not bald. bald. He's not bald. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, okay. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I, I was with, talking with, to Izzy about it a few oh, years before that. Name drop. And I said, name so would, would you... Surely you would. Yeah. He said, listen, me, Duff, uh, Slash and Stephen, he said, we could go in and get a new album done in two weeks, basic tracks. Yeah. He said, but then Axel would have to come <laughs> in and do vocals. Yeah. And He yeah. said, and that's you gone then for five years. Yeah. So that's never going to happen, yeah. not with Izzy. I said, but what if he rang you and said, and he goes, I'm broke? I went, what? He goes, you said, imagine if oh, Axel... Oh, so, oh, right, yeah. He said, I am, he goes, that's what, if Axel rings me to put the band back together, how I imagine it is, the first words are, I'm broke. Yeah. So we need we to. Get, yeah. Well, I'm not saying Axel was broke. But when I was doing my Guns N' Roses book, Last of the Giants, which I'm sure everybody has read and can order at Amazon in case they haven't, the updated version. Um, uh, the final Guns N' Roses shows when it was Axel and, and all the other Riads. I think they were getting about $400,000 per show. Yeah. The first show they did back with Slash They, Axel did back with Slash and Duff, $2.5 million. Yeah. And that was a guarantee, yeah. meaning they would earn a lot more. And yeah. then the merch, then the back well, it was a huge. It was a huge tour, wasn't it? it was, I remember. And yeah. it would still be going on if yeah. it wasn't for COVID. Well, if it wasn't for Axel joining ACDC. <laughs> Well, no, no, the tour even went on no, after No, I that. know, I know. I'm By not the way, stupid. I thought he was great in AC. Oh, so did I. I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, didn't hear it. fucking YouTube, mate. You don't have to hear yeah. it, do you? Just go to YouTube. It's all there. I was the one who... I got that story from Arlette. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was this, was this you fucking with the kids again? Yeah, I was. Printing lies and starting For some reason, I think it was classic rock said to me, can you do, can you do something they about said this? To me. You know, you know Arlette. Can you find out something about this tour, the Guns N' Roses tour. It's coming back Could to me now. Explain, Arlette the, was, uh, the uh, was their, their, their publicist. So get in touch with Arlette and they're rehearsing and she had gone to the rehearsals. They were slash... Um, what, who, who was it again? You're shaking your head. I can't remember their names. Axel, Slash and Duff. You can't remember their names? <laughs> That's it. Axel, you can't remember their Axel, fucking Axel, Slash names. and Duff. They've, they, she said they've hired a, a, like a, an aircraft hangar thing because it's a full production rehearsal. They're in there. It's great. Yada, da, 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 da. And by the way, you're never going to believe this, but Axel's going to sing with ACDC. And I was like, Axel's going to... Okay. Yeah, And it, it you know... And it took a minute to compute. And I thought, is is this just, uh, you know, are you just flying a flag here, just seeing if I'll just run anything? Yeah, are you just printing <laughs> lies yeah, just and printing ripping lies. off the kids this as like, usual? Was it you who told me about Vince and uh, all those years ago? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, she was great. No, I, she was I, great. I got the story. She you did great. an interview she was with great. Vince. She was great. She really... You did. She really... <laughs> And she tipped me off. And I tipped off Classic Rock and they didn't run it because they said, oh, I don't believe that. No, oh, yeah, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Back in uh, 2002, and I was the editor of Classic Rock. You were the, you were the idiot. I, 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 I broke, no, I broke the, sto- no, I broke the story of that they wouldn't be coming over here to tour. And Metal Hammer <laughs> ran <laughs> Is it. Is that a story? Yeah. Well, no, it, they went insane at the record company, oh, promoters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And all of them were going, they all like broke like matchsticks. Because I said, you can't tell anybody got it from me. Mick Wall told (laughs) us. Mick Wall. Get him in the ring, not me. So I had loads of phone calls from people. And I just said, uh, 
um, yeah, but I've got the facts, you know, and I'm like, listen, I don't care what you've got. It ain't happening. And sure enough, one week later, it wasn't happening. It wasn't snow on the roof. And they were like, how did you know? I said, I know, just knew. Contacts, all the yeah. way. Yeah, contacts. Contacts. That's what it's about. You see? Contacts. That's it. That's it. So, um, but when they do get back together, here was my thought. Um, I'm glad just, because... Uh, it was, it's just another nostalgia show. That's all it is. It's, it's great. a jukebox yeah, act. It's, There's it no is, new yeah. record. No yeah. one wants a new no, record. No, they don't. It's like... They I, say I, they yeah. do, but they yeah. don't. Uh, I either did or didn't have them have the chance to see them at their best. So yeah. I'm going to go and see them now and relive yeah. that experience. Yeah. The same as ACDC. Yeah, exactly. Unless exactly Bon Scott is fronting that group yeah. and Malcolm's in the group and Phil Rudd's in the group. Malcolm, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go and see that. <laughs> I'd, go see I'd, that. I'd go and see that. Axel on uh, yeah. vocals, Malcolm, Malcolm Dome doing what Malcolm Young used yeah, to do. Yeah, used to do. That would be great. Like, yell at people. Yeah. Yeah. Be um, no, I'd definitely see that. Or, or, you know, I mean, when I saw Led Zeppelin at the O2, they had Jason on drums. So this is literally the best it could ever be to see Zeppelin yeah. apart from the 70s. Yeah. And uh, they were magnificent. But it wasn't Led Zeppelin of the 70s. Of course it wasn't. Um, but it is what it is, you yeah. know. So... Yes, of course. I just thought, well, this is great. This is great for them. The main one I was pleased for, funnily enough, was Axel because, um, you know, Slash and I had stayed in touch. Duff and I haven't had a lot to do with each other, but it's not like we're, we're you know. <laughs> we're off down anecdote memory lane now. No, no. Oh, God, no. Me God. and Duff, me and Izzy. Me but and... me and Stephen, like that. Yeah, like that. When he doesn't yeah. mistake me for Ross, um, which he usually does. Um, Slash. Good as gold, fantastic. Good as gold. Really, really cool. So it was Axel, and I just thought, my God, if he can do this without storming off stage or coming on late, that I think will represent something in his personal life, yeah. which is good. Yeah. And lo and behold. But I'll tell you one little thing before we go. The real reason they got back together, there's always money. Yeah. And I think that's as good a reason to do anything. Absolutely. You know, for instance, if you wanted to buy a nice shirt, a shirt. or a baseball cap today, yeah. or a pair of ladies' knickers with John's picture on it, you know, uh, um, you know, you know, that's good. Um, but the real reason, same reason for everything, love, love. Uh. Axel has recently, or had recently, I should say, got back, reconnected with a very, very very, very much loved person from his past mm. who also happened to be very good friends with a girl who was Slash's big love just before Guns N' Roses got huge. In fact, this is the other way around. Slash reconnected and then this girl, because she was a friend of this other person, helped Axel reconnect. And essentially that was the glue mm. that allowed them to stop hating on each other. Yeah. Yeah, because even before Velvet Revolver, they were talking about getting back together. But but Duff and Slash are insisting that every time you walk off and there's a massive fine for a curfew, uh, every time you get thrown in jail, every time something fucks up, that's fine. But it comes out of your pocket, not yeah. ours. Yeah, we don't lose because of it. You lose, and that was the deal breaker for yeah. Axel. Um, but they're back. Are we glad to see them back? Is Axel better? Better than what? He used to be. No, of course he's not. I mean, you mean as a you mean oh, as oh, a, oh, as you're artist. talking about a singer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I think ultimately, you know, a age sort of claims everyone. You're never at that sort of, you know. Although we do have the technology now, don't we? we have the no, but that kind of sinewy, sensual oh, peak yeah. that he well, had. Especially that thing he used to yeah, do. Yeah, with the kind the of sidewinder. Cobra. And, yeah, no. You can't you know, do you know, that anymore. You know, those days are gone, no. He looks no. like one of those dolls, yeah. if you push yeah. over it, stands up again. Yeah, when yeah. He so, and, and that kind of, the sort of the sheer... Less of a cobra, more of a penguin. Yeah, the kind of overwhelming intensity they had as a band. That's never going to be there, and it's never going to be there in a stadium. So I think, no, no, they're not what they were. 
But if you want to go and see a facsimile of that and have a good night out for a yeah. hundred quid, yeah. you know, well, be my guest, as I say. I would rather spend the money in the Getcha store <laughs> and watch the video on YouTube when they used to be good. That's well, the answer to the question. It's funny you should say it. Well, I was going to say my final point then is I saw Kiss play um, two or three times in 2019 and that's just Paul and Jean plus yeah. two other guys. <laughs> It's not the that real is, kids. Who, yeah, who you've singularly failed to learn the names of. That's so <laughs> not true. I could who name you they? every lineup of Kiss there's ever been. God, who if is it we, now? Just tell me who it is now. Well, we'll save that for next time. Oh, okay. Well, there's Tommy Thayer on guitar. Everybody knows that. And you can name the drummer. Oh, you can't name the drummer? I don't know okay. the drummer. <laughs> well, we'll keep you in suspense till next time. But all I'm saying is, is I totally enjoyed those shows. It had nothing to do with the way I would have enjoyed them. Had nothing to do with the fact they'd given me a luxury cabin on their cruise liner. <laughs> nothing and whatsoever actually, to do with that. I was that. on deck with a cocktail. I vaguely, I heard them in the background. They sounded very good. They were very amazing. Good. You took your friend from the record company, bought you a little... They were amazing. You, bring you a coffee. They were absolutely amazing. And, uh, and so are Guns N' Roses. And I've got to say, no, seriously, thank Come God for Axl Rose. Why are there more singers like Axl Rose? Because oh, there can be only one. Oh. And on that note. On that bombshell. See ya. If you liked this episode, be sure to leave us a review, share it with a friend, or plain old subscribe wherever you happen to listen to it. For full episode show notes, visit nofilter.media forward slash get your rocks off. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want.